hey, and welcome to this as of yet unnamed podcast. I am here <laughs> with Rob Rubinock, and he will be my first guest. Rob, I don't want to know anything about you yet. <laughs> I don't want to throw this off. I would like to ask you all the get to know you questions a little bit later, if that's all right with you. Yeah, dude, totally cool. Yeah. So um, without further ado, let's just begin. I hear you have a story for me. I do. So this was a couple of years ago. This is about a year ago now. I got invited to go ghost hunting oh. and like sign me up. Like first person that will be there if I'm invited to go ghost hunting. I want to believe in ghosts so bad. And so we show up to this ghost hunt. This my girlfriend and I show up to this ghost hunt. And like, you know, fairly like normal what you would expect group of people, like various ages, various, various like ethnic backgrounds, like various religions and stuff like that. And there's this one girl who's like definitely younger than I would have expected. Like there was a lot of like parents there with like young kids. There was this one girl who was like early 30s by herself. And like if she was at a bar, she would have, have had dudes like all over her, like very good looking, like attractive girl, like late 20s, early 30s, like I said. And she comes up to my girlfriend and I and she goes, I have crystals. <laughs> and we're like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I have crystals. What? And she reaches into her jacket pocket and starts pulling out handfuls of crystals. <laughs> and like, like, we're not talking one or two. Like, we're talking like four or five, like good fistfuls of crystals. <laughs> and so then she, was she ready goes, for this. she was ready for this ghost hunt. And then she goes, they're all to attract ghosts. None of them are for protection. And I was like, if I don't see ghosts, like I saw everything I wanted from this one girl. <laughs> and so like, she's like hanging out with us like the entire time we're on this ghost hunt and she's like do you guys feel that and we're like what no <laughs> and at one point there was this like other like she was an older lady in like a wheelchair and she pulls out like two dowsing rods and then she like starts to cross them and like whether or not like some paranormal like phenomenon was crossing these dowsing rods or not and then like the chick with like a pocket full of crystals grabs my arm and is like it is so cold in here. Can you feel that? And I was like, no, I really <laughs> wish I could, though. <laughs> and so, like, we went on this, like, it was probably, like, a two-hour, like, paranormal investigation with these people. And, like, some of the stuff that people were pulling out, like, do you do you know much about, like, electrical work? Uh, not enough to, like, not, not enough to do it myself, no. <laughs> so there's a tool in, like, electrical that's called a Voltic. And basically, like, what it does is it reacts to, like, AC voltage and it will, like, blink bright colors and, like, flash and beep if there's, like, an AC current present. Mm -hmm. And so, like, this one dude pulls out, like, one of these Voltics and is like, we can check and see if there's ghosts with a Voltic. <laughs> and I was like, do you understand how that works? Like, that's not at all how, like, a, a Voltic works. <laughs> And then somebody else pulls out a cell phone and is like, dude, I've got an EMF meter on my cell phone. And I was, what? <laughs> again, do you understand how an EMF meter works and how a cell phone works? Because this does not like, <laughs> these don't correlate at all. So it's just people bringing out just all kinds of weird stuff. It just sounds yeah, like. Yeah, like, I would not be surprised if like somebody and like this, this did not happen, but I would not have been surprised if somebody pulled out like a folded up sheet of paper and was like, this is how we're going to communicate with the ghosts. <laughs> Ouija boards like. <laughs> and like I said, I genuinely like I want to believe so badly in ghosts and I want somebody to present me with like evidence that's like, <laughs> here's like something paranormal. 
And that was part of the reason why, like, I went on this ghost hunt was because, like, I genuinely, like, wanted to see something paranormal. And <laughs> these people were just so out there. <laughs> that wild. <laughs> so that was that was the time I went ghost hunting. <laughs> oh, that sounds so cool. <laughs> so um, what uh, what happened with the actual ghost hunt? Um, look, I said there were people that had, like, various pieces of equipment that, like, whether or not they work or not is like beyond the question. Like they did react to something. And again, like I'm basing like a, what my knowledge of how an EMF meter works and it's like ability to like pick up uh, like radio frequencies. If somebody has one on their cell phone, obviously you're going to be getting like hits from cell phone towers and stuff like that. So it's going to react to it. So like we did see like some reaction to that. Um, this chick that had a pocket full of crystals, um, like whether or not her crystals attracted anything that was actually paranormal. I didn't see anything <laughs> as much as I like genuinely want to believe that I saw like something. I can't come out of it and be like, yo, I have like hard evidence that I saw or heard a ghost. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, it was, a, it was a cool experience. It was, I think if you go into an experience like that, hoping to get a good laugh out of it, it was exactly that. It sounds like a bunch of wild characters for sure. Um, the, what kind of crystals did the girl have, just uh, just out of curiosity? Um, they were like, you know, your typical like yoga hippie, like, you know, quartz slash like whatever that like, again, I don't know. I'm not a geologist, so I don't have like an extensive <laughs> knowledge of like, what these crystals would have been. But they were like various sizes and colors and shapes. Um, probably this, the biggest one would have been um, like the size of a pen cap. And, like, the smallest one would have been, like, a pebble. Um, and, again, just, like, various sizes and shapes. Some of them were polished. Some of them were not. Oh, that makes sense. Um, the You mentioned there was, like, an old lady that had, like, some dowsing rods that she was using. Yeah. Yeah. What did, what did, what, <laughs> how did, how did she go about doing that? Like, what did she, how did she use them? So, this particular lady was, like, in a wheelchair. And she, like, reaches into, like, her side pouch and pulls out these two like metal rods and is holding them like you know roughly like 30 centimeters apart and is just like swinging back and forth and like the rods are doing stuff and like it didn't look like she was moving her hands but i also don't like i'm not a dowsing rod expert so i couldn't <laughs> tell you right <laughs> but yeah maybe she was doing it like a completely different way to pull in the ghosts or something right yeah and like i, I again i think that for her it was like a method of like probing to see if there was paranormal activity that uh, makes sense um hmm, so uh <laughs> how do uh how do emf meters work so an emf meter from my understanding and knowledge of the equipment is that like they're looking for some sort of like radio frequency or electro frequency electromagnetic frequency like floating in the air atmosphere and i mean like just about everything these days will create some level of EMF unless like, you know, you're in a building that has absolutely no power. Um, Cause like even like fluorescent lights will create an electromagnetic frequency. Um, you know, cell phone towers create like an electromagnetic frequency. So if you're in like obviously a brick building then the brick is going to help to like keep it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there, so like it could potentially pick up random things that, that are floating around. Yeah. And like, so essentially they've got like five lights on them. And so like the, the lowest light is green and then like, it'll go all the way up like, boop, and like turn on to like a, a red light and a red light means that there's like a lot of paranormal activity. 
Okay. And was your, you said your girlfriend was with you? Uh, when you yeah, my girlfriend's with me. Yeah. Was she also, did she also bring some ghost attraction stuff as well? Or was she sort of? No, I think she was in the same boat as I was where we were just like, we genuinely want to believe in this <laughs> and like want to believe so bad. And we're really hoping to see something paranormal. And all we saw were people that were paranormal. <laughs> okay, cool. So I am going to say that this did not happen. Okay, this is a 100% true story. Is it really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, I screwed up my first one. <laughs> So there was really like there there was really like just a whole mess of people that happened to have crazy ghost stuff with them. Yeah. Okay. So like some some context and some background on this. Um, I'm a podcaster myself as well. Mm-hmm. I host the 421 Archives podcast, and I like about two years ago I was looking to do an episode for Halloween, and I was like, let's get like an actual paranormal investigator to come on the podcast and bring like you know, some pictures that are unexplainable and we'll get them to bring some like um, voice me- like voice things, like recordings that they can play for us on the podcast. And like, I genuinely like want to believe that this is a real thing. So I had them on the podcast and a lot of the stuff they were saying to me when they were on the podcast, I was like, I'm starting to question like if you guys have a low level like mental illness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I would I would be open to this. And so after like we wrapped up the podcast, I was like, listen, I'm genuinely interested in coming on like a ghost hunt with you guys if you would have me. And they were like, yeah, like we'll totally like next time we have like a, a ghost hunting event, like we do sometimes open them up to the public and then like whoever can come down and like be a part of this. Uh, and we'll we'll send you guys an invite and you guys can come on down. So my girlfriend and I were both like late 20s, early 30s. I'm 31. She's 29. Um we went to this like ghost hunt with the group of paranormal investigators and they had a couple of other people that they had invited to come along with them. So this, this girl that came up to us with the crystals in her pocket, she was like also somebody that was invited to be a part of this event. See, that was the thing I did not believe. I was like, I know a lot of these sort of hippie energy type people. And I was like, there's no way one of them's going to be like trying to attract ghosts. They spent so much time trying to like repel ghosts. I, I was like, that that can't possibly. But she was really there. Yeah, she was like 100% legit person. It was... Oh, wow. Like like I said, I genuinely, like, I want to believe so badly in, like, Sasquatch. And, like, <laughs> my girlfriend has a degree in anthropology. So she's, like, got a science background. And, like, most of her work has been studying primates. And so, like, she has gone on record on like my podcast because we had an episode where we talked about searching for Sasquatch and she was like we don't have a megafauna on land that has a sustainable breeding population that like we wouldn't know about that's like a large body mammal like a Sasquatch would be that we wouldn't know about it's just not possible and I always counteract that argument with like Jane Goodall believes in Sasquatch (laughs) and like if Jane Goodall believes in Sasquatch like there's got to be some credibility (laughs) out there and they like, live in caves or something, right? Like all the Sasquatches maybe. are just in caves somewhere. And like, I also, I want to believe so badly in aliens. <laughs> and like, I genuinely believe like the Bob Lazar story. Like, I think that he's very credible in like what he's saying. And I think that like a lot of the things that he said have like lined up. 
and again, like ghost hunting to me is one of those things that just like it seems a little bit more accessible than trying to like go break into Area 51 and confirm whether or not aliens exist or going and like hanging out in the forest trying to find Bigfoot. And so like when an opportunity comes to go ghost hunting, I will be there. (laughs) But like at the end, was that like weren't all these people disappointed or decided, okay, well, I came here with like my crystals, with my dowsing rods, with my Ouija boards, whatever, and nothing happened. Did, didn't that phase people at the end or did the ghost hunters kind of try to spin it somehow? No, I think that like these people that showed up with all of this like weird stuff to like try to find ghosts in their own way were like okay with, like I said, some of the EMF meters that had like reacted a little bit uh, and like the dowsing rods crossing each other and stuff like that like i think it was enough for these people to be like i saw some level of paranormal activity <laughs> i'm good with that oh man i now, now that i know this actually happened i would love to get one of those people in here and hear their version of it because their version was probably like and then something grabbed my hand or and then something they they they, they must have the the small sensory thing that they perceived they must have turned it into something afterwards well and again like being in the entertainment business like you don't host a podcast to not like give people entertainment right so while i was looking for a paranormal investigator to come on the podcast i found this guy who's i think his name's dr steve steve rawlings or something like that and this guy has like a phd in ultrasound and is like very like a very legit scientist has like a very interesting background and I was talking to him and he's like Middle Eastern and he was like, I'll tell you right now, like most paranormal encounters are not real. And he's like, I could debunk just about any paranormal encounter for you. And he's like, but every once in a while you get something that you can't explain. And I was like, this guy is so interesting but this is not the story that people want to hear. Like people don't want to hear about how like wind passing through certain things at a certain frequency will cause like your body to get chills. So I was like, I can't have this dude on my podcast. <laughs> I got to get the people that have like these weird ghost stories of like real ghosts. <laughs> oh man. Um, what about your girlfriend? Did she experience, did she feel like she experienced anything? No, she was with me and like, we we're just like, these people are as every bit as crazy as you want them to be. <laughs> oh that sounds that that sounds so entertaining that sounds like it was a lot of fun and like also earlier in the day like i was doing a diving course that was like two hours away from the city and so i had to leave my diving course to go ghost hunting and then i went back to the diving course the next day and everybody was like dude if you were anybody else i would not believe that you actually went ghost hunting (laughs) no it just the the characters seemed just a little too weird to be true you know <laughs> I, I i think that's i again that just that that threw me off like it just it seems like they would have been either way off the mark weird or just a little bit on the normal side being like oh yeah you know i go ghost hunting and i charge people 50 bucks to de-ghost their house or something weird like that but that's that's awesome <laughs> yeah no like they were the people that we encountered that night were exactly what I was hoping to encounter from ghost hunting. I was not expecting a girl that was like as like seemingly intelligent as that the girl with a pocket full of crystals was. Um, 
that was like that attractive. She was a very good looking girl. And to be there and this like set on the fact that like ghosts are 100 percent real and like they're coming for you and like she's got a pocket full of Chris. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> but everybody else that was there was like these are exactly like the textbook like Scooby-Doo characters that you expect when you go ghost hunting. <laughs> How did the Halloween podcast go after that? Well, the po- the Halloween podcast was earlier. So like we we did the Halloween podcast in October um of 2018 and the ghost hunt was in this like i want to say august of 2019 is july or august of 2019 mm. okay so you had a little bit of time before couple of, yeah a little bit of time and it was like about a week's notice like the the one chick from the paranormal investigating like company sent me an email and she was like hey we've got like a a thing coming up on this night on this day like if you're interested in coming like bring whoever <laughs> and we reached out to a lot of friends and we we're like yo we're gonna go like ghost hunting you gotta come with us and everybody's like oh no like that's silly and then we started telling these stories of like how weird and wild these people were and how entertaining like the characters that showed up to go ghost hunting were and everybody that we knew were like god damn like we should have come with you guys <laughs> to go that's um that's never been anything that I've ever had on my list of stuff to do, but I think that might be on my list of stuff to do now. Uh, just like, just for the entertainment value, the uh, going ghost hunting and seeing what what people make of it, right? Like the gusts of wind, the random electricity, the the everything. That that sounds very fun. It's also interesting that like. There was one girl that was there. I, I forgot to tell this part of the story. There was one girl that was there that she had like a digital camera and she goes to turn on her camera and the batteries were dead. <laughs> and I was like, did you charge your batteries? And she's like, I think so. <laughs> like, well, maybe if you didn't charge the battery for your camera, that's why it's dead. <sighs> and she's like, no, no, no. Like ghosts. Ghosts took the energy from the batteries. They, they took the energy from the batteries and they put it into the voltmeter, like, right? All like, right. That's, 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 that's how ghost physics works, obviously. Uh, and I mean, like, before I started podcasting, I started creating some online content and like I've had a very wild journey the last like three years. Prior to this, I'm actually an electrician by trade. So that's why I know like how like electric frequencies and some of like these pieces of like normal like hardware tools work and so to see somebody pull out like an electric voltmeter and be like it's called a voltec but to pull one out and be like we're gonna check for ghosts with this i was like <laughs> what like actually you know what i have one right here so this is what it is this is it when it's turned off so if i turn this on it'll turn green mm-hmm. and then like even rubbing it oh so it's picking up like static and so I don't know, like, yeah, the microphone's not putting out enough. And the the laptop uses DC power. But if I put this up to, like, a, an AC power outlet, actually, there's... Can you hear that? Yeah, like a little so bit. So it's reacting to, like, the my power panel behind me. And so, like, this is just used to detect, like... It's a, it's a non-contact checker. It's not as, like, safe to use as, a, a, like, a meter would be. But, like, you know, if you're in the trades and you just want to check and see, like, do I have power here quickly? You can just shove it into an electrical box and be like, is there power? Yes, no, okay, I think I'm safe. I think you're so missing for somebody the, to pull uh, one of these out. <laughs> I think you're missing the obvious explanation for what you're doing right now. Your basement is full of ghosts. Yeah, That's, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is what you've demonstrated to me. Um, but... Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for the story. And I 
I can't believe I got the first one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you are you also work at a coffee place. Is this correct? Uh, I own a coffee company. It's 421 Brew House. So 421brewhouse.com. And uh, for you, I set up a, a code code word liar that's good for 10% off all coffee. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, and thanks for thanks for coming on. Yeah. Right. Thanks for having me.